Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. My name is LaToya. I'm Shay. And we are back again with another episode of this wonderful podcast, good people. Hi, welcome. Hope everybody had a wonderful week. Okay, Gaia. Oh, I'm here to bring love and positivity to the people, LaToya. I guess. I Listen, that's why we work together so well. Your love and positivity. I'm just like, let's get the fuck on and do the shit. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I I am hanging in there. Here, here. <laughs> I'm alive. I am here to tell the tale. I think I took one too many happy pills this morning. I am wide the fuck awake. I am, I am alert, bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of crack they put in that shit, but it works. Okay. Cocaine usually works. I mean, it's a hell of a drug. Never had it. Never had it. Just mm-hmm. for clarification purposes. My week has been interesting. This morning has been interesting. What's going on? So, you know, last week I was riding around the Raper van, you know, the magic <laughs> cargo bus. And I'm still dealing with the, 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 the debacle of my mom in this car accident and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So she took it, you know, her insurance, the lowest tier, what the fuck ever. They had it, have it at a local shop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a week and a half. Okay. And she's had this rental for a while. Where the fuck is the vehicle? So I called this morning. Where the fuck is the vehicle? You know, very, very, very calm. You know, my name's this. I'm looking for that. My mom's name is this. What's up with the car? The man goes, oh, we're still waiting on some parts to come in. Nigga, you told me that shit last week. Mm-hmm. You know, once we get through, uh, probably the middle of next week. I said, where the fuck are the parks coming from? McDonald's, Burger King, James, Ainsway, uh, fucking where, nigga? Because I ain't no place. I ain't never heard of no parks taking this motherfucking long. It, it's a Nissan Altima. This is not no Ferrari. This ain't no Lamborghini. This is some regular ass shit you can get. Well, they I, come from Canada or overseas. Uh, eBay, bitch. Uh, Amazon. Prime you shipping. Don't do that. You don't do that when you go to a regular mechanic. I don't know what the fuck the issue is. Fix the fucking car. Because now I had to extend this goddamn rental. My mom mad at me like I'm fixing the motherfucking car. Like it's my motherfucking fault. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of getting cursed out every motherfucking day. I'm, I, Me and my big grown ass age still getting cursed out like I'm 10. This is bullshit. I ain't signed for this. That happens. Other than that, you know, they started summer hours at this goddamn job. I'd be at this bitch at eight o'clock about uh, until about five, 15 about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's hell, but I get my Fridays off starting this week. So I will not yes. be at that job on Friday. Um, yeah. living, putting up that lovely ass. Don't call me. I'll call you on Monday after <laughs> a.m. Are you in the office full time? Not yet. We still split days. So I'm still only mm-hmm. two days in the office, two days at home. Somewhere around July 1, that may change. But you know what? We ain't there yet. I'm going to enjoy my time as it is right now. And if that, when that time does come, your girl is definitely going to buy some new pants for work and some new clothing for work. It's just not that the body has changed mm-hmm. drastically. It's just these pants is raggedy as fuck. I just need to go ahead and go <laughs> shopping. It's awful over here. I mean, if you haven't like fully been in I remember when I used to work from home like I used to work in like leggings and my bonnet and you know my the old pants you know what I'm saying like that's what I wore to work but when I had to go like back into like the real office like I had to buy like clothes clothes like shoes girl shoes, shoes. let's start there um shout out to Amazon because they came through in a pinch but 
I just, I don't even know what my work, like my office style is anymore. I don't know. I'm so confused. Mm. It is what it is. It's awful. It's awful there. I hate it. Honestly. Heads up. Um, going to go ahead and buy me a fucking Powerball ticket, begging something. I need to get the fuck off this this bullshit of working life struggle. Anyway, friend, how are you? Yeah, speaking of Powerball and the Mega Ball, I was watching Southside. You watch Southside? No, but go ahead. So it's a it's a comedy about Chicago and just follows like this basically this host of characters surrounding this like Renaissance type store essentially (laughs) so all the employees the two cops that they kind of work closely with and you know the people that kind of are involved in their lives but anyway so one of the uh cops is one of the cops is so in one particular episode they are like they're selling like cryptocurrency essentially like cryptocurrency is starting to be a big thing in the hood and They've the guy who developed it is partnering with some stores, including this Renaissance type situation, to accept cryptocurrency. It's like payment, his whatever, his Bitcoin, whatever type thing he has. So, you know, everybody in the hood is buying up the, you know, buying up these these coins or whatever, because you know, they starting to take it at the rainbow and take it at the corner store and all this other kind of stuff. So once it hits big, everybody is like losing their minds. Mm. Right. So uh, it's funny because one of the cops like was like, I fucking quit. Fuck you. He you know, he does like they're doing like a like a Smokey the Bear dare kind of day with like some like young kids (laughs) (laughs) like quit at that moment, cuss everybody out, walked off. Long story short, at the end of the episode, everything crashes because some mm. niggas in the hood kidnapped the owner. Okay. So, and he was like, I've been bullshitting you guys this whole time. So, everything <laughs> crashes, everybody loses all their money. And he just kind of like, you know, puts on his vest and like, hey, y'all. And just kind of does, does a, hey guys, you know, did I, did I, did I miss anything? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, it's kind of funny you bring up cryptocurrency because, um, this week has been volatile as fuck. China basically was like, yeah, no, we don't fuck with that cryptocurrency shit. And everything tanked, dog. Don't log into your Robinhood app if you got Dogecoin, Bitcoin, your Ethereum. I think that's how you pronounce that one. That one ain't so bad. But let me tell you, I went to that Robinhood app and I grabbed my hat and walked right back out the fucking door because <laughs> that shit was sad over there. Okay. What does Elon Musk have to do with anything? I can't. Just I because it's like anything. similar to like how you just explained in 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 the, the TV show. It's like he's he's accepting cryptocurrency to buy Teslas out here. So you can oh. if you have Bitcoin, you can buy fucking Teslas with Bitcoin. Like, and he's trying to kind of hype up Dogecoin with the same integrity, I guess. Mm-hmm. To bring that along. So, you know, all the niggas is like, well, shit, let's buy this Dogecoin shit and try to get some money off this shit. But China came through, was like, yeah, we don't fuck with that shit. Now, I hate how much China controls the fucking market because shit tanked. Okay. I, I'm not even logging into that for like a month because I don't need to see it. It's probably going to be in the negatives by the time I this podcast in. Who knows? It's awful. China has a, like a, a billion people over there alone. Okay. Yeah. 
They got, they got they got a lot going on. They got a whole lot going on. China is so specific. Like they're I don't even want to talk about China. Never mind. I'm not talking about China. No, not doing it. <laughs> Before we disappear off the internet. They listen, yeah. they, they come snatch our asses up. I'm gonna shut D fuck up. I love China. <laughs> Wanna go? Great wall, hear great things about it. Poor fat rice is like top notch. I hope not. <laughs> I almost spat up my drink. Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> talking about some you know that barbecue spare rib tips is really hitting <laughs> love china <laughs> barbecue spare rib chips for the chinese spot is just quality it's different i don't even know how they make that shit it's probably pork nut but you know <laughs> dude that glaze on that general sal's chicken different the mm. niggas say tosos where i'm from i say sal's to so so's i say tosos <laughs> 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 i definitely fuck with general sal's chicken don't know i mean it's kind of shaped like chicken breaded um the shrimp and broccoli that um, rat meat hit though that rat meat different listen they they <laughs> gotta cook a mean fucking rat they cut that tail off that shit tastes just like chicken to me can't tell me different Listen, it is what it is. You know, you get what you get when you go to the Chinese spot. I've been trying to find like you know a graded B Chinese spot, but oh girl, that's impossible. Good luck with that. (laughs) I wonder what the chicken from the chicken and broccoli is though. Like what? Oh, that's straight up rat, son. That yeah, that's chinchilla. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's some type of rodent. That ain't chicken. But it tastes delicious. It ain't yeah, chicken. I fuck with it. That garlic sauce is lovely. Uh, I'm a fan. Again, uh, we love China. Yeah, absolutely. No, you know. Love it there. Great I things. go to the hair store once a month. Jesus, could you stop? What? I almost, <laughs> almost choked on my drink to the hair store. Get the fuck out. Can we, can we can we go somewhere else with this? Can we go to a music moment? This nigga talking about hair store and shit. Very fucking wow do you have a music moment this week Latoya I do have a music moment this week and I feel like I'm kind of late to the party mm-hmm. but like Willow Smith has been on like she's on like this teenage angst punk <laughs> rock kick right now like a 23 year old teenager with angst yeah look polyamorous teenager with <laughs> angst okay but like I mean she's old as fuck but but the, let me tell you that transparent soul song that shit goes up it's short sweet and to the point and the girl be up there wailing on it okay i fucks with it i feel like i feel like it's one of those songs that plays in like one of those like you know like those cult classic movies like a fucking like bring it on or like a mean girls like it's one of those transitional songs that just happens to be like in the first part of the movie where it's like i'm waking up in my bed and i'm going to high school today it sounds like something like that shit right there so i fucks with it heavy Yeah, it's always the same type of fucking music on those goddamn movies, man. Shout out to Bring It On. Willow does, like, punk rock, I guess. Is that the genre? I would say so, yeah. I think she does that well. I I agree. I think she does that well. That might be be her space. And shout out to Jaden with his restaurant. That's awesome and dope. Have you heard about that? Yes. Uh, the part that got me was like, well, if you can afford to pay for your meal, you got to pay for the person behind you too. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that works. It does. That if you want to eat here, you got to pay twice and it's free for homeless folks. Good night. Basically. We do it at the shop, right? We do it at the shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> we do it at the Starbucks all the time. 
Oh yeah. Listen, y'all are rich doing that in the Starbucks line. Yeah. You crazy. Dunkin' Donuts, I may indulge. Cause I, I typically ask, uh, what the person <laughs> behind me got? Oh, just a coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got them. Yeah, yeah. Put that on mine. I got them. Oh, that's lovely. Listen, what I are they a Trump supporter. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> I'm like, can you see what kind of car they got? They got any Confederate flags <laughs> back there? Fuck them niggas. No. Can you pan the camera behind the bumper, please? <laughs> you know, I actually probably put that bitch in reverse real fucking quick. <laughs> Let me just see what the fuck we got going on here. If I see a white man with them, you know the white people shades. Yeah. Them sports yeah, shades. The, the mask that covers your entire neck. No, oh, yeah. Them them gators. Dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah, dead giveaway. Yep. Fuck that. What about you, friend? You got a music moment? You know, I realized last week when we finished the show that we did not mention the versus battle of Mother's Day weekend. The SWV and the Escape. Um, that because that's Alexa can't play anything if you say escape. Well, you have to say X escape you gotta say escape yeah whatever um but swv and escape had a versus on mother's day weekend i thoroughly enjoyed myself very auntie the music was good i was vibing i loved spinderella yes that other nigga a1 dj a1 was it His, his leather jacket sure uh yeah he was cool too i guess um transitions what are those (laughs) he was he was just opening his library and playing what was next there was no (laughs) there was no uh fade out or nothing uh i was like this nigga's been he's just he got dogs cord he's playing like he's playing some shit off his phone right now but okay none of it do you have a winner um, if I had to pick a winner, of course you go with SWV just because they have the they have the broader catalog, in okay. my opinion. Opinion. I I would say of the two, I'm probably a bigger escape fan than mm-hmm. SWV, but both are great. There is no no winner or loser in my opinion. Um, but I will say when when they ran that shit back and escape sang, what the fuck did they sing at the end? Oh my god. Did they sing live? Yeah, they sing, and, and, let me tell you them scott sisters be singing okay if they don't do nothing else they gonna fucking sing god damn it and even tiny got her 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 ass up there and 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 shoot we're not gonna talk about great we're not gonna talk about her legal troubles with her and her husband but it's none of our business today not today no some shit happened like shit is coming to a light if y'all you know y'all haven't seen it, it has spanned across state lines baby they got everybody but it, uh, that's neither here nor there the singing that she did was very good yeah tiny sounded great I, I thought that everybody did an amazing job everybody sounded good um i also like found it very hard to pick a winner i thought that escape kind of had the better energy with Coco just kind of being like real sullen and solemn in the first half, but they she kind of explained what happened and why she yeah. was like that, which is fine. You know, nobody's asking her to like that. That gives us a better understanding of like right. how her she presented. Um, but I enjoy. I really enjoyed my got my auntie ass life. Um, yeah, I thought I. 
I personally thought Escape won. Um, Listen, when it came to I'm a fan of both, though. And a fan of both. I'm like, the only thing that got me about Escape, now the thing about it is that fucking Candy writes, Tarny writes, right? Everything's fair game. Everything's fair game. But you know, they start playing, you know, snow scrubs and shit. Niggas got all escape did the same thing. So they can't SWV. SWV the same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. Um, but I'm like, escape literally only if correct me if I'm wrong, but they only had three albums. Yeah, sure. They only I feel like they had their first album shop, I think is off the hood. Fucking no traces my lipstick was the last one, and like 98 or some shit and I, uh, I can never and it was a humming and coming and something that coming and actually was their first album mm-hmm. so like they got three albums bro and they they got some hits that stick like ricks on them three albums mm-hmm. now like i said yeah. swv as a hmm yeah you're correct three. yeah swv has a broader catalog Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. I listen. You gotta be a diehard SWV fan to say that you listen to the original version of Right Here. Uh, don't uh hit me with that Human Nature remix because that's what came on the radio. Don't understand. <laughs> I listen. I told. I said Alexa, play it right here by SWV. That shit came on. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Heard it I feel all. like I ran into that issue like during like the the downloading days. Mm. Like, just, that's it, when I realized, oh, okay. You have to be specific in what you ask LimeWire for. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Me. I didn't know. Listen, that shit, what the fuck is this? No. Yeah. Shout out to Bear Share for, for teaching me early. No Bear Share. Oh my God. That's, that is, you have to be, you, you were deep in the file sharing if you were on Bear Share. Okay, baby. <laughs> I did. Let me tell you, that was one of them things that just brought back so many motherfucking memories of me burning CDs oh off a of bear share because Limebar oh. was on some bullshit. What was the? What was the? What was Napster was the original John, and mm-hmm. then they they fucking fucked that up because they sued the pants off of that nigga who created Napster, and then we had all these duplicate things. Bear share, lot bear share is a. We all needed to go to jail. Like, oh, let me tell you, to go to jail. We was doing the most. When I tell you, I was in college downloading music, and that damn thing popped up to about uh, bitch. I think the fuck not. I was like, let me delete this shit off my fucking computer for they roll up and me at the fucking dorm room talking about bitch. You download illegal files. All right, let me go on iTunes. Listen, I heard people were going to the jail. Like, so I was just waiting for my time. Okay. They wasn't done like that fucking <laughs> pop up. And these motherfucking internet priorities we got now, because you know, there's still some things I might do on the uh the down low, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, with some things like I might buy an old gaming system and find the old games online somewhere. Let me tell you how a fucking Comcast or X where the fuck I paid for it. This bitch was like, uh bitch, see so you downloaded Mortal Kombat. You can't have that old never certain get deleted now. I said, Oh, <laughs> let <laughs> me tell you. Dozy. I have, I have Verizon. So Verizon also does the same exact thing. Uh I had a one Latoya Gibbons at my house. <laughs> Please. Please downloaded some shit. This is not a safe place. Uh, no. First we will we will shut this shit down. (laughs) I was legit just trying to watch a television show that you didn't have (laughs) 
on the on the DVR or some shit, and, and you come out the fucking you came out the fucking east wing of the house. Ah, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? I got a notification from Verizon that you over. I said, what the? It's nothing sacred anymore. Nothing sacred. The kids would not be okay today. I cannot believe that we That's were, awful. were just stealing music left and right, just risking our computer every day with every download the the, the viruses the, the computers viruses. that i have personally trashed and torn the hell up <laughs> let me tell you my mom was like i ain't buying another motherfucking computer in this goddamn house you whatever the fuck you doing stop it i ain't got no goddamn money to be buying no fucking computers in this bitch i said goddamn this bullshit <laughs> like <laughs> that's so funny we were we were ruthless let me tell you it was all for the mix cd all for the mix cd bitch because you know these sorry y'all this is never a part of the fucking show y'all know how the fuck we get down but you know how much of a struggle it is like think about making an actual tape i'm talking about cassette yeah that was was that was a struggle you listening to the motherfucking radio and you gotta wait till the song come on you gotta hit the pause and record button at the same time so you only record certain parts and do you record that shit and you have to hit the pause button so you at least it'll go right into the next track when you found it that was a struggle okay now when they came up with these computers and that internet shit and we found about napster limewire bear share what the fuck ever you couldn't tell us shit that was instant gratification well, it was an instant but it was better better fucking access and i didn't have to hear the fucking paranoia coming up next bullshit on my fucking mix cds the thing about tapes though is that you could use them over again yes you can record over them bitches not them fucking mix cds oh no it was once you got it on there it was a wrap it was a wrap you, once you uh sealed the burn mm-hmm. it was done good times mm-hmm. good times then it, any <laughs> the actual show yeah real quick before we get started with the nonsense just rest in peace palm Looney. One of the most funniest people on the planet, if you ask me, his stand-up specials are funny, unapologetically black. Um, so black. Awesome. Awesome. It breaks my heart. I saw that today and I was like, you could have right. knocked me over with a feather. There it is, y'all. She said it. Um, <laughs> like legit, like, you know, it was a heart attack that what took him out. This man was 79 years old, right? I didn't you know didn't know didn't 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 even look it feel it Mm. very much relevant in my life still so a big you know thoughts and prayers with his family Mm -hmm. um you know he was he he was active on twitter as like a couple of days ago this shit is crazy it's fucking annoying but you know here we are watch a special because he definitely a funny motherfucker uh just yeah. just his talk like he just talk about regular shit and it's yeah. fucking hilarious like yeah. i like i always loved paul mooney stand up because he is a fool with his with his silk satin scarf <laughs> with no hair no hair baby <laughs> nothing i have a quick so you guys know that toya is works in higher ed so i do, I do have some questions um so it is may the kids are you know, locking in their school choices or whatever they doing in September, they going on a computer or not. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So they're telling people, you know, I'm going here, I'm going there. So 
there was a kid you know this this story pops around every every fucking year where there's some kid who applies to a thousand schools and gets into a thousand and acquires a billion dollars in scholarships and it started a bit of a conversation about how many applications is too many applications like you know if you're not going to 80 different schools you can only go to one you can only go to one you know that scholarship that they've allotted to you could have been allotted to somebody else um how many is too many are they being selfish hmm what what are your thoughts it's an interesting take on selfishness but um Mm -hmm. so in my previous position before i like I work, I work in admissions right now, which is interesting, but in my previous position, um, my, I worked one-on-one with students who were going through the college process. So taking their SAT, building out resumes, you know, helping them, assisting in the college application process, seeing what that, that process looks like after you're accepted to colleges, right? Okay. What I always told students in that situation, you want to apply to a maximum of five schools, Three that you may go ahead and like definitely want to pursue if you got into them. One reach school, and then you always apply to your county school just in case shit don't look right money wise. Okay. My goal to number is five. When I was in high school, I only applied to like three schools, got into all three, and just picked the one that gave me the most money. Mm-hmm. That's how my process went. Now, these students that I had one year, I had one student, she applied to 17 fucking schools. Mm. And I'm like, why are we doing all this work when you can literally only go to one? Just because they send you that shit in the mail don't mean you got to apply there. Mm-hmm. Do you even know about this school? What the fuck? You know, it's it's a fine line of like, how many is too many? Realistically, what are you going to fucking do? Are you doing this for clout just to be like on the internet? Like, yeah, I got into Columbia and ha- Harvard and Howard and Morgan State and mm-hmm. da 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 and so on and so forth and what the fuck ever. I get it. And the thing about it, it's just like with athletes. I think about it like this, right? Like when athletes go ahead and pick a school, they have all these schools chasing them and all that stuff. But you can only choose one. You can only go one place unless you mm-hmm. get there and you transfer out later, right? Mm-hmm. All of that hype and 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 stuff behind it, you still got to put the work in once you show up to the school. Yeah, like we always hear this stuff about I got accepted into twenty five colleges and I've been offered millions of dollars in scholarships, and that's cool and dandy and all. And the thing about scholarships on the college's side, of course, they can they there's some type of formula algorithm whether you want to say that what they offer a student and realistically they look at it especially with ivy league schools they'll look at it from a what are the chances that this student or is actually going to come to our school will mm-hmm. allot this amount of money for them potentially to come here in the form of a scholarship if that money doesn't get used it just gets rolled over to a pot from the endowment to somebody else or to something else at the institution or it'll just roll over for somebody for next year whatever okay. it may be so the money doesn't disappear. So, you know, you're offered millions of dollars in scholarships. This ain't real money until you actually like pursue yeah. a degree on somebody's campus. So is it selfish? In a sense, it could be selfish. Just your fucking guidance counselors, Tom, they got to send out all these fucking transcripts. The damn secretary down there up there packaging up all this bullshit. You want to see a transcript here, there, everywhere. Your motherfucking, if your guidance counselor is a good one, writing you letters of recommendation, submitting shit, because Common App is fucking ridiculous on the, mm-hmm. the administrator side. 
it's it's a headache for the the student, but on the administrator mm-hmm. side, somebody that writes you a letter of recommendation, whatever it may be, listen, five schools max, four four you know universities that you want to go to, and your safety school, which is usually your county mm-hmm. or your community college, wherever you want to call it. I think it's ridiculous. I don't got the fucking time, and you can only pick fucking one. That's my thing is like, I just don't, I mean, I applied to four. I think I applied to like four. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not take your advice, but I did apply to four. <laughs> I probably <laughs> should have taken your advice. Uh, but I know now for my, my little ones. Um, to me, it there's no absolute way that you can keep an organized list in your brain of 17 applications, let alone 80 applications. Who wants what? What do I need to send where? You're absolutely right. It's a ton of work for the guidance counselor to be sending transcripts to 80 fucking schools. Some kids don't even have 80 seniors, okay? Listen. So 80 transcripts, 80 letters of recommendation, 80 essays. And I get it. You want to show that you are like your commodity and these schools want you. But at the same time, hun, you can only go to one. You can only go to one. I think about the kid that's on the wait list because you, you know, you got in to this school in Alaska that you're probably not going to. And listen, that's the part that like really confuses me because I remember when you become like as soon as you hit like 17 and you sign up for the SAT and they just basically sell your information to colleges to send you, you know, what the fuck ever they want to send you. That's basically how I applied to the schools I applied for. They sent me shit in the mail. I didn't know anything about fucking college when I was going through that process. There was really no no system in place to be like, okay, kids, this is what you do when you want to go to college. Like. I don't remember having like a huge like college fair at our high school when we were there. It kind of just. Did you have a college fair? Time? I don't think so. I think we had a career fair because it's like you niggas need to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but it's, it's it's those things. You know, you get the free promo code. You can, you know you got a promo code. You you can apply for free. You get mm-hmm. free or reduced lunch. You can apply for free or whatever. So. Like, I get it. Do you have the opportunity to do it? But is it, is all that work worth it in the end? Or do you just want to clout chase on the internet? A lot of things, like, especially in this day and age, the internet is huge. Social media is huge. Whatever it may be. Like, I remember, like, one of my older cousins, you know, she was a teen mom. Her -hmm. son graduated high in his class out of a local high school. Mm -hmm. He got into all Ivies. And she put that shit on the internet. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's nothing. There's nothing wrong with celebrating your accomplishments because getting into college is a huge accomplishment in my eyes, especially, you know, not saying that it's any better, but, you know, she is absolute. She's absolutely well within her right to celebrate her baby into school Um, is when you got 80 schools. My thing is, is just that there's a kid in Alaska. (laughs) That was his first choice. And, and his grades go. weren't quite the best. They weren't complete trash. Yeah. And here you go. No intentions of going to Alaska because you, there's no way. There's the, no way. The timeline for applying to four-year schools is so flat. Like some schools yeah. are very fluid where they just have open or rolling admissions rolling where you could, you could apply you could apply fucking September when you, the first day of fucking, you know, high school, your senior year, you can apply. 
or you could apply fucking in March when everybody else is like locking in and putting in their room deposits if they're going away or what the fuck ever it is. Like the timelines, the the mental anguish that goes into applying to school because do you got to do your FAFSA? And do you got to add 80 motherfucking schools to the FAFSA? I, there's no way. I'm, I, I, maybe it's just, maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe I'm lazy. I'm like, maybe it's Maybelline at this point. Cause I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm lazy. I I mean, I just feel like, why though? I don't I don't understand why. And I'm like, I, if I'm the parent, listen, baby, you going to whatever school mommy works out. Mommy work here, tuition free. <laughs> Come people. on through. There has to be there has to be a better way. Um, but anywho, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that because that's a again that's a conversation that comes up every May. There's always some kid that got into the crazy amount of schools, and it's like, but why though? Like I I get it, stunt for the gram. I get it, but when I was in a senior in high school and applying to colleges and ACTs and SATs and who wants this and who needs that, that was a pain in my whole ass. And not to mention that we were working. And we doing were doing a lot. We yeah. were like, I had a job. I played soccer. I was in band. That takes up all your fucking time in the fall, yeah. the summer into the fall. And you're talking about, but listen, niggas was tired. Man, we got the time right. No, I, I barely, I don't even remember what I wrote to say that I wanted to go to college. I just was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm tired all the fucking time. I feel like if I'm at college and I get the fuck up out of this raggedy ass, fucked up country ass town, mm-hmm. I'd be great. Something along between- those lines. Yeah, between like the the application processes, plus like the securing of the scholarships, like and their requirements, because okay, you've written your essays for these colleges, fine, it's in the mail, it's off to them. Now we got to look at the requirements for these random ass scholarships, because who else is going to pay for this shit? Mm. Um, their essays their read i applied for one essay we had to read up we had to do a damn book report (laughs) (laughs) god and there's no guarantee you're gonna get that shit exactly and the book was like 300 pages (laughs) and and we're taking ap courses and shit (laughs) like Like to me i don't know i don't know don't i feel like it's just overwhelming and it's stress for no reason it is i I completely agree with your method of five, five tops and there's absolutely methods in place. There's systems in place nowadays with technology being the way it is that makes it a lot easier to apply to an abundance of schools with not minimum effort, but with less effort than if you were to do it back in like back in the day when we were in school. Oh, they they were don't got to do that no more. Listen, they were just <laughs> putting applications on the internet when we were applying to colleges. Mm-hmm. Like but we still had to mail in the transcripts mail and mail in, in this and mail in that. Exactly. So now they have systems like Naviance where a, a guidance counselor can upload a student's transcript and the college can just access that. They have oh. systems like Common App. Common App is like you do one application and you just kind of like send it to, you can send it to a bunch of different colleges and they may have additional questions for you to complete for this specific colleges you apply to, but you, you're doing that one essay. And if the, co- the college requires an essay, they can just take that essay or you can be like, they don't require it. I don't need that. You can have people go in there, submit their letters of recommendation, all that stuff. They make it incredibly easy for students to apply to multiple schools per some, t- like most schools, right? But you still have like some schools like Princeton University is on a fucking common app. 
You think Harvard's on the common app? Harvard ain't on the common app. You got to take your ass to Harvard's website and do some shit with them specifically if you want to get up in there. So it, it it's, it's, there's, there's a, there's a lot of avenues that makes the college. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm really geeking out because this is like my area. It's my I, I'm I can't believe this even exists. Yeah. I, I, I'm so, I don't know in my old lady brain, I'm still thinking we are printing letters of recommendation, <laughs> putting them in the mail. I mean, I've done some recommendations online for like people for like college and stuff like that. Right. But I I don't know why I was thinking that that I, it's because it's not relevant to you honestly it's not relevant yeah in my to head you. we were still oh oh I need a voucher for this application fee <laughs> that's gonna be the best asking your fucking guidance counselor for a fucking voucher ma'am I'm not paying fifty dollars to apply to this school where are the vouchers I need one now yeah some people you gotta pay to apply girl what is what is what is going on where's the money going to for the application like legit (laughs) is it going to the student activities fee like what 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 do we what is what is it for because Ryder wanted 60 dollars and i was like i'm cool something off the room and board it the does meal not plan let me something. tell you uh so yeah like i went to rider and then you know so i'm like yeah i'm gonna go to rider and they're like all right so we need four hundred dollars by next week i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> the guy just got here the fuck excuse is going me? on excuse me bitch it, it costs <laughs> a, a significant amount of money to go to this bitch per year y'all want four hundred dollars now i'm in season nigga I, we in playoffs right now basketball season i ain't got time I ain't been working for real for real. You, got, you want me to ask my mom for four hundred dollars? I got a good, got a good scholarship at undergrad. Grad school really kicked my ass though, um, and room and board also kicks my ass. Living um, at school is so fucking ridiculous. That's why I'm like, if you or if you are in New Jersey, you don't have to. Don't do it. Don't do it. Honestly, I mean, I, I, okay. The experience is definitely like no other. It is a good ass time. Agreed. But if you don't like, I, if honestly, you move off campus, then move off campus. Move off campus. You could still go to somebody's dorm room and be like, let me, let me, the parties are still there. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, while we're on this topic of higher ed, sorry, y'all, we're going to probably dig into this for another minute or two. Um, there's this program that my institution does. So, I mean, it's fucking public fucking information. I work at Rowan College of South Jersey. And what happens there, they offer this thing called Rowan Choice. Rowan Choice came into play before I was working in admissions, right? So if a student applied to Rowan University and didn't get in, Rowan University was like, oh no, but you can take advantage of Rowan Choice where you can totally sleep on our campus and be in the life of being a college student, but you're going to take your classes at Gloucester County College. Now, if y'all can't see the face Shay is making, she is Confucian. And it, it and it's what? because- So I'm a pet, wait, what? Exactly. So what they did is they they enticed students with the idea of the, the campus oh, life, sure. right? You can be on campus, you can eat at the, you can be in the dorms, mm-hmm. you can, you know, eat at the the you know dining hall you can live on rowan boulevard like mm-hmm. it's a big fucking commodity in glassboro right but you get a shuttle to take your classes at gloucester county college which is only about 10 15 minutes away from main campus so you get that college life of being on campus but you take your classes at gloucester and if you do well there for like a semester or two you can transfer fully to rowan university and be a fully matriculated rowan university student 
How dumb does that fucking sound? It sounds like hustling backwards, to be honest with you. And if anybody, which I'm sure people have absolutely taken advantage of. I mean, okay, when I was 17 years old, that probably would have sounded like a great idea. Yes, Um, I agree. But the way my student loans look like now terrible idea guys terrible and 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 the thing is so i had several students i was working with you know they applied to rowan grades weren't the best rowan was like "Mm, the particular program you're going to do we're not going to let you in there but you can take advantage of this rowan choice i tell you the day that a student brought that in my face i said throw it away put it in the trash i said i said let me explain this to you your classes at gloucester county are going to probably cost you two thousand dollars a semester about four thousand dollars a year you do realize that you're going to be spending about twenty eight thousand dollars a year just to sleep on their campus at rowan university we live 25 30 minutes if i'm driving 30 minutes from rowan university if you don't take your ass up 55 and go meet up with your little friends on campus and be like "Ooh, campus life and take your ass back to county and take your classes there i when I first moved into admissions, I had a number of students who were transferring from Gloucester County College over to Cumberland County College. And I was like, okay, get your transcript from Gloucester sent over to us so I can go ahead so you don't have to take the entry exam. These motherfuckers was like, yeah, I can't do that. I owe them money. I did ruin choice. What the fuck? No, guys, that's so dumb. Take it from two people who have student loans in their asses now. <laughs> All up and through. Yeah, just sitting on our asses. I, if you can avoid those kinds of unnecessary, costly things, I get it. I was 17 once and being on campus and being a part of campus life meant like that was like really important to me. But I also had to consider the fact that that shit costs money. And even though it seems like fake Fugazi money when you're in college, like it's not real money, but it's real money. Oh, because they ask for it back, baby. They When they ask for it back, it becomes very real. <laughs> okay. So, so like, I get it. You know, do semesters one and two on campus if you absolutely, absolutely have to. I have many friends who lived in the next town over that you didn't even know they asses didn't live on campus because they were in that bitch so much. <laughs> like it's 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 really it's really not worth it to be on campus all four years if you can't, if you don't need to, if y'all live 20 minutes up the road. Maybe commute commute it ain't it ain't a big deal it's not a big deal you are probably going to make friends with people who live on campus and be over there anyway anyway and i think the allure of it i think for me it was it was it's fun it's fun i ain't gotta i ain't gotta live under my mom's roof for Mm -hmm. however long Mm -hmm. um they had heat at fucking rider ace there was well not my freshman dorm they ain't fuck with us with the yeah i I do live in the quadjacks <laughs> Let me tell you, the fucking when I went to, when I was wearing shorts and t-shirts in the wintertime because we got <laughs> the heat project the, heat. Let me tell you, and then I went home and was like, oh, this is ghetto as fuck, yeah. baby. Five hoodies, all you saw was an eyeball for me the entire Thanksgiving break. I said, I can't wait to go back to college because mm-hmm. they got heat. This shit is ass over here, my guy. The fuck. Wasn't no kerosene yeah. heater that, that weekend. Listen, I was at Montclair. I went to go see Uke many times. Like oh, yeah. I was at TCNJ. Like I was all over the place as well. 
So like, listen, it's not the end all be all. Again, I know this means nothing to you if you're 17, but trust me. Two old bitches talking. Trust me. If you don't have to, then don't do it. Or do it in a smart way. Do it. Do it smartly. If you even if you do a freshman year, sophomore year, minimum, junior year, mostly everybody gone anyway. Listen everybody leaves anyway. Goes off campus by then. So get you a job and, and pay you a little rent situation in one of these houses listen, off. Campus. It's always going to be cheaper to go off campus. They are gouging our eyes out to live in the projects. Ugh, the ghetto. Anyway, so that's enough college talk. Yeah, right, that's I'm, it. That's it. That's all. Um, we're through. Olivia Dope and Joe Budden. Oh my God. So the Joe Budden podcast has just been going through the ringer for the past couple of weeks. I personally haven't haven't listened to the Joe Budden podcast. I think the last time I listened to the Joe Budden podcast was because Jasmine Sullivan was on there and the album had just came out. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see, I wanted to see Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So if y'all didn't know, you know, there was this whole falling out with Maul and Ru- uh, Rory and mm-hmm. whatnot. You know, Maul and Rory go on to Vimeo and charge $2 for the Hair Day side of the story. What I'm interested in is Olivia Dobe and her telling of her her experience of being uh, one of the co-hosts on. I think it was, it wasn't the Joe Button show yeah. at the time. So he he like, kind of has like a network. Yeah. And so there's a lot of podcasts. There are some sub podcasts and one is See The Thing Is and Bridget Kelly, who sings, I don't know. Yes. Bridget Kelly, right? Bridget Kelly and Mandy. Mandy hosts another podcast. Bridget Kelly, Mandy, and then Olivia Dope were the podcast hosts for See This Thing Is. Mm -hmm. And Olivia Dope kind of dropped off couple months ago and it's not that I watched the podcast I I kind of watched a couple clips here and there and listened to them because I I like Bridget Kelly and so I pop in every now and then so I didn't really know what was going on until she had made the statement about his comments yeah so in a 26 minute video posted to her IGTV long baby she basically outlined with timestamps exactly what episode that she was referring to so if you had questions about it you can go on to you know at the time you could go on to the youtube or wherever it was um, housed at and actually pick up and see exactly what she was talking about or hear what she was talking about you know joe had made several comments about them having sex like oh we ain't fuck yet something like that um where she kind of was in a situation where they were in front of you know the other co-hosts um in front of joe production everybody's there and so in the moment she just kind of like rolled with it laughed it off you know tried to throw banter here and there but he continued to make like sexual jokes especially you know in your window about them having sex he hugged her at one point and you know she said looking back on that exchange he was like wriggling his hips and kind of being suggestive there type situation so she came out and just basically said this is this is what my experience was this is why I left this situation and I'm more so interested like in the public's reaction to everything right Mm -hmm. so on one side of the aisle you always you have people who are just like you know what this nigga's wallin'. I believe her. Like it's right. It's timestamped. You can see it. 
like it is what it is. But then you have that very specific part of the internet that is made up of people who are just what I would say, just, just a little different from the rest of us, at least in like, I'm, listen, you think the way you think, whatever it may be, I just think this is fucked up that people would be like, you know, oh, she had the opportunity, like she could have just left. She could have did this. She could have did that. Why did it take her so long to say something? If something was really fucked up, she would have did something sooner. Like why she want to wait until, you know, Rory and Maul do something. Now she want to come along and do this and that. And third, what's wrong with you niggas? I just really, uh, I think one thing that people really need to kind of understand about women is that if I want to talk about some shit that happened to me 50 years ago, then I'm going to talk. You you have the choice not to listen. You know what I'm saying? And you also have the choice not to give a shit. But it's still her story to tell, no matter when she told it. She's not asking for anything. She's not asking for anything. She's just sharing her experience. Nobody should be surprised. Like y'all already know Joe Budden is like <laughs> fucking like he's not well. It's on its own brand. I'm he's not surprised for him. He's very toxic. Mm-hmm. He's like the nigga was talking about jerking off his fucking dog on the podcast. Like I saw, I seen that clip so many fucking times <laughs> of him talking about you know you your dog sitting there you you know you don't just go ahead and like who the fuck jerks off their fucking pegs? That's certainly breeders, but. I mean, <laughs> for the for the sake of, of business and, and and you know offspring, I get it. Yes, but you you tell me you got fucking you uh, you got your stepdaughter <laughs> and she's sitting there and she like she needs some sexual healing. You like, well, girl, let me just tittle your skittle real quick. Oh, please stop. That's just made me sick. I'm just saying that's basically what his stance was on that. So we already know Joe Budden is a certain brand of man, yeah. toxic as fuck crazy low-key like just nuts and i'm like i don't know and i think we've seen him in enough things to understand that this is him as a person Mm -hmm. this is not him putting on airs for the internet to put out a certain brand or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. like this is him and i don't know that that's why i'm not like i'm not surprised i don't know why everybody else is surprised because this is how he gets down he apologized for it he acknowledged his behavior um he know it was bullshit. Listen, you got you got to say bullshit. what you got to say because you got to be careful. I mean, that's what we do, right? That's what we do when our supervisor is in the room and they say something to us that's uncomfortable. We all do that kind of nervous giggle. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of react like that. We don't typically address those things in the moment because it's uncomfortable. So what usually takes us going home and laying down in bed at night and being like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. That shit irked me. Yeah. I I don't know why it, there shouldn't be any I don't, I feel like what is there to have an opinion about? You it, know, everybody wants to have an what is there to have an opinion about, guys? This is her this is her truth. She's standing in it, she's telling her story. Either you can be like, "Oh, damn, that's crazy." You know, hope this is all right, or you can just shut the fuck up. It's very simple. It's, you could just shut the like when in doubt just shut your fucking mouth very simple it don't take much to shut the fuck up easy peasy lemon squeezy you ain't gotta put them fucking twitter trigger fingers on that that keyboard and type out your well she should have did this and she should have first of all victim blaming fuck off Mm -hmm. uh you pick me bitches stop it it stop 
I hate it. It's just like, I'm not even like off on her story. Like I completely, like, I understand exactly where she, like you said, we've all been in a situation at some point where you just like, look back on it. Like that shit wasn't okay. Yeah. But how do you bring that situation up? Like, because women as two, especially black women, we get no fucking grace. We got to be the fucking backbone of the fucking community and we can't be vulnerable. And you we know, can't... Sorry, go ahead. I was like, we can't, we can't be too loud because then now you're angry. Re fucking lax. You can't be too dark. Oh, you a fucking tar, baby. You ain't cute. You know, whatever it may be. We get no fucking grace out in these streets. So as soon as we bring something up, it's a whole fucking ordeal. It's a whole motherfucking problem. Nobody got our fucking back, but we supposed to have the whole fucking family on our back. We supposed to care about the black man and we supposed to like be able to be smart and, and make money, but still be feminine and desirable at the same time. Okay, and still call us a bitch if, and still be called <laughs> a bitch if you like, no, I don't want to talk to you because I'm in my bonnet. I'm just trying to go run up into the wild to get a motherfucking chicken noodle soup real quick. I, it's so funny how like, I mean, we I, I, we would be lying if we all don't have these stories like we we would be lying. We have vaginas and men just can't like I have this thing where like men simply cannot not take the, the opportunity like they I feel like no matter how inappropriate it is. And I feel like if I notice it in my head and I'm like, you know what? This is highly inappropriate. Are they going to go there? They're going there. They're going there. Okay, they're there. Like, if I can, like, notice the meter shifting, like, why don't y'all do that second thought? Like, is, is, is this okay? Before I say this thing, is this okay? How is this? Do I know this person well enough to joke with her about her fat ass? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this person well enough. To comment about how her her pussy looks in them shorts. Oh, I have gotten that before. What? And it's just like, it's just like, it's just, sir, like the, on the level of inappropriate on the scale, right? There's, There's a scale. scale. There's right? a scale. There's a you scale. You are off of it. Yeah. How come I know and you don't know? Like, we're, who's we checking these? We're at work. We're at work. We're at work. We had the job. Okay. This is where we make our livelihood. I, I need my little piece of job. I got bills. I like having things, okay? I don't got time playing with you and your bullshit. I've probably had like some of the craziest shit said to me at work than I've had said to me on the street. And it's just like, we we all kind of do the same thing. Me personally, that's, that's, the, that's the route I took because like, why make a big deal about this thing if I don't need to? You know, like if I don't, I just to take it on the chin. It's just a part of being a woman. And that's, that's, I, that is so interesting. So shout out to her for saying, no, that was inappropriate. And that was wrong. And like, this is why. And I have the timestamps to prove it. Basically. Like, I can't be mad at her for that. And I will say the episode has been removed from all platforms. Really? That what has been said in the apology from Joseph. Ah, oh, man yeah so if you could you probably won't be able to find it anytime soon if you can probably hop on twitter and find some clips that some people probably pulled before the episode got pulled but listen these niggas is crazy yeah again it does not matter when she wants to tell her story she can tell her story legally i don't know what that means 
you know, financially, I don't know what that means. But at the bare minimum, every woman, every person has the right to share their experience. Amen. Like, y'all not going to get up here and tell her she shouldn't talk. Amen. Like, but, but that's neither here nor there. Shout out to Olivia Zobe, wishing you well and all that good stuff. Amen. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to end on a lighter note because, you know, we talked about some heavy shit today. Not heavy, heavy, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been different to, on this episode so so what i'm doing right now so i found something on the internet that was sent to so from one of my uh favorite twitter accounts six brown chicks where the shit gets real get over there real quick they yeah. post random things that people send to them and then people just comment and and spread their opinion of all the days i found something that our good friend Shay has not seen just yet. So what we're going to do is read her the synopsis of, of what I found. And she's going to have her real live reaction right here on the podcast. So this is nothing that she has any inkling on. I am going to preface this with saying that this is, this is a group message that was sent out to a bridal party from a bride. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read it through. It's a little long. You know, if I stutter, you know, y'all know I can't read out loud. That's just how I am. Whatever. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Welcome to my bridal party. I'm so excited to marry the man of my dreams. As you know, this is going to be a very different wedding. We are hoping to do it outside and understand December is generally a cold month, but in Oklahoma, it's usually sunny and 70 degrees. Just a few things that I ask. I handpicked all the dresses and bride and bridesmaids that will be there and they will all be a size eight so if you're not a size eight i recommend hitting the gym oh my mm, I'll, I'll continue no offense to anyone but i've had this plan since i was in diapers and i want it perfect your nails need to be cut short and uncolored hair needs to be shoulder length and straightened so if your hair is short get extensions no fake tans as you may notice my bestie name has been uh ex X'd out isn't the maid of honor and is just going to be a guest if you don't know why just ask we have an understanding we also want no kids at the ceremony except my flower girl but she will only be present to throw flowers and her parents are taking her ass home she didn't say ass <laughs> her parents are taking her home i'm sorry if this means like it, it seems like a lot of demands but this isn't a special day and just wanted to be, well, that was a typo on her part, but this is a special day and just wanted to be like I always play, uh, pictured. Please be respectful and we will have an awesome time. One last thing, I'll be sending my Venmo and cash app to the ones who haven't paid their 500 donation towards my $500 donation towards my honeymoon in Hawaii. Love you guys. Can't wait to be a wifey. What? Okay. First of all, fuck you. $500 donation. Okay. I have not been in a thousand weddings, but I do know that being a bridesmaid, a bridesmaid, bridesmaid, shout out to Nene Leaks, can be expensive. When you purchase your own fucking dress, your shoes, your hair, your makeup, all that other kind of stuff, like that can run you a little bit of coin. Okay. Yeah. Um, not only do you do that, but 
we got to plan a bridal shower. We got to pay for your bachelorette weekend or getaway. Nowadays, people just don't go to the bar anymore. They go to fucking Puerto Rico for five days. Um, pay for that because usually the bridesmaids chip in and pay for the bride to do that. And then you want me to send you on your honeymoon? $500? You not getting a damn thing from me. You bitch. And you want me to lose weight? What if I'm a six? I guess you got to gain some pounds. Get into that size eight dress. What if I am a 22? You can got to kiss my ass. That is so rude. That is so rude. I can understand. I get it. You have a wedding. You have a vision. I understand. I have been. It is so rude to say some shit like, well, you better lose weight. You better hit the gym. I don't know what to tell you. Don't have a maid of honor. Drama. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? I can appreciate a bride who's like, listen, here are the dresses. Here are the different. First of all, if you have friends who are all different sizes, then you buying a one low cut tube dress body con situation with a mermaid tail is not going to look good on everybody, in my opinion. So if, if I were a bride, I'd be like, listen, I know person A is a size two, person B is a size 22, person C is a size 16, person D is a size eight. OK, here, ladies, here are your options. Whatever cut you want to get is whatever cut you want to get. Person D, do you want to wear a suit? You can wear a suit. These are the options. You know, whatever. Like, because that's how you you make things look good to me, in my opinion, if people look good in their dresses. I think it's very weird if we're all different sizes, different shapes, different body types, and we're all wearing the same dress, and some of us look like boxes. Mm. Because that's the dress you want. It ain't my wedding. You do what you want to do. <laughs> but I I can I just think that's so insensitive as a friend to say some shit like that to your homegirls. So I low-key think the the best friend who isn't the maid of honor is probably that size 22. And she was probably like, nah, fuck out of here. I'm not, I'm not about to lose a hundred pounds in in oh. what seven months to ple- appease you and your fucking wedding sis. Nah. It's so insensitive. I, I cannot believe. And, and you know, maybe yes, me and my bleeding heart. <laughs> but I, I just feel like people are just so. I get it. Planning a wedding is stressful. I, I understand. It's stressful. It's nonsense. But your bridesmaids are already doing a ton of things for you. You are making them pay for your honeymoon. That's that's the last fucking straw for you. That is really, that's really nasty. Like, a, like, what's the groomsmen doing? Why I got to pay a, a, a extra they, $500? They had to put a $500? How, how, listen, Hawaii is an expensive trip. Trust me, yeah. I have priced it. <laughs> it is an expensive trip if you want to do it right with a hoe like me who's hotel bougie. Also. But I can't, like, I'm not. I'm, I just won't be a part of your wedding. Like I, I can be a guest. I can sit in the audience. You, you gotta 
kiss my whole ass. Think I'm donating $500 on top of buying your dress and taking you on a bachelorette vacation weekend situation on top of being at your beck and call for the next years to eight months or whatever. I, I just, I read this. The f- first paragraph was all, was, wasn't too bad. When is in December? It's in Oklahoma. It's usually sunny and about 70 degrees during that time. Okay, cool. As soon as homegirl was like, yeah, uh, every, every dress is a size eight. No. Pump the, prepare, 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 no, pump the brakes. Uh, skirt, uh, bitch. First of all, uh, anybody who's seen me in real life, I ain't no little girl, okay? I got body, okay? I'm not about to be out here trying to lose weight just to be like, so I'm in your fucking wedding. Half no. of wedding, half of these fucking marriages ended in divorce. Honestly, if you acting like this, that man's going to divorce you by next year. So I'm not putting in the damn time to, to fuck with this. Second of all, and clearly this is a Caucasian woman because, you know, no fake tans, hair got to be straight, get extensions. That's not how black folks will talk. Now, what if, that, what if little Susie, it's, first of all, it is December. So little Susie Q don't got no color to her you ain't even gonna get her a little like a little tint tint i, I don't know that's fucked up her ass ain't oh, i you. forgot about that how dare you what if it's tasteful you think you thinking a fashion over wedding that's what she thinking <laughs> like i get weddings without children i i talk oh, about that i am on board yeah listen open bar get them little niggas out here ain't nobody yeah. trying to see them be, but i want to know who the fuck is taking that kid all you better be from oklahoma because i'd be damned if i'm going to put put my child in your wedding you want me to whisk her away after she done threw the fucking flowers like i just imagine the child just being dragged from the fucking wedding ceremony and being like all right get your ass in the fucking car time to fucking go your time here is done don't have a fucking foul girl it listen i've seen I've seen things go go a couple ways with the whole kids at the wedding thing. My thing is, is when you have a when everybody decide to bring their kids. So I did go to an event where, where it was it was a, a wedding where it was advised that kids were not allowed to come, like kids just weren't allowed to come. That was made very clear, and there were like thirty kids there. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. And when you get 30 10 year olds and six year olds and seven year olds together, like they're not going to be quiet. It's not going to be no calm, like put them in somebody's bedroom type situation. It's chaos. Absolute pandemonium. It's chaos. And I've also been to ceremonies where the only kids there were the ones that were in the ceremony and they entertained themselves in a corner. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, I, I, I agree with having no kids at your ceremony because I be wanting to drink and stuff. So, <laughs> and that, curse. That one eye get a little lazy. <laughs> and curse. Oh, I love the curse. Y'all already know this. Don't give me the mic. Yeah. Shit. I, listen, Bridezilla is taking it to another level. She, the body shaming, fuck you. And I'm not donating to your honeymoon. Sounds like you shouldn't even, you, you can't afford it. That's what it sounds like to me. You better push it off. You better do a staycation. You better go to Vegas. Niggas is living outside their means. That's what it sounds like to me. I just, I, excuse me? Like, that is just, that is so stank. No. It's like take, it reminds me, me. take me out of this chat. Please remove <laughs> me from this group. Um, I would like to be removed from this narrative that I did not ask to be a part of. 
you know what? Honestly, just fuck her and her wedding, to be honest with you. I, I, don't don't, I can be a yes. I don't need to be there at all, honestly. If this is the type of energy she got in fucking June, July, what what month we in May? Fuck that hoe. I don't I don't need to be over there. I can say the gas. He probably not even springing for the open bar. Oh, if she has it for five hundred. You know what? We're not doing this. We're not. Listen, doing this. my thing is okay. Done after this. But if I give you five hundred USD and I don't see your ass on the beach in Hawaii, oh, I am never. <laughs> what am I? What am I going to do? I'm gonna just be mad. Like <laughs> I'm just. <be> <laughs> but it burns me up i want to yeah, see plane tickets that's gonna burn the hell out of me but i'm like why am i sending you 500 whatever i'm not talking it's about this no more. It's, it's stupid it's stupid fuck you fuck your wedding amen and i think that's the episode that is so you guys already know you can find us at anchor.fm slash the gc pod for all ways listen to the podcast the gc pod.com slash episodes you can find us there as well Send us your feedback, all that good stuff. Send us an email, you know, browse, peruse the website a little bit. We're over there. We're doing things. Mm-hmm. Tell us over on the Instagram if she is out of her mind for saying that they need to lose weight in order to fit into that size eight. That's trash. But again, follow us on the Instagram at the GC pod. Be notified when we post new episodes. Our episodes drop on Saturday mornings. So look for us at that time on all your preferred streaming platforms. And again, shout out, check us out on Instagram. Give us suggestions. What do you want to hear us talk about? If some crazy shit has happened this week that we have missed, let us know because we be busy Mm, uh, and we be tired. Ted, tired right now. (laughs) So um, feel free to shoot us a message um, asking any kind of questions, giving us your feedback. We love to talk about them. We love to share them. We appreciate you guys. We're so grateful for you guys. Thank you very much. And remember, it's May. So uh, make sure you're doing something for yourself every day this month. Yep. And and go over there to Instagram and tell us what you did for yourself this this week. One thing that you did. Yeah. One thing, one thing. Read a book, get a massage, get your nails done, get your eyebrows waxed, whatever. I bought stuff. I spent money. I enjoyed that very much. One of my favorite things to do. There ain't no groceries in this bitch, but I got that. Never mind. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.